Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. So there I was, um, driving back from Colorado, uh, many, 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 many moons ago, and my friend and I had just gone to a dispensary and picked up edibles. They were one of brand edibles, about 10 milligrams a piece. And I had a decent, decent tolerance at the time and popped one just at the beginning of the drive, started cruising back. Then about two, two and a half hours, didn't feel anything. So my buddy's like, yeah, you have a really high tolerance. You have a crazy high metabolism. Just take two more. I was like, okay. How many milligrams are these a piece? Ten. So I had (laughs) ten milligrams in me and took two more. And my buddy was like, you know, it's been a long drive. I'm going to take a nap. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. I'm going to keep cruising. Kept cruising. Uh, About an hour, hour and a half later, my arms start getting a little longer. (laughs) Steering wheel gets a little further away. Right. Starts feeling a little bit more like I'm in a video game. And all of a sudden, all of these edibles kick in all at once. Felt like I was playing Jedi space travel, going through the canyon where it's pitch black, nothing but light flurries of snow, and me cruising down the road. Just nothing existed but the windshield in front of me and the music. Finally, like an hour and a half after that, my buddy wakes up and stretches. That was a good nap. I smack him. I was like, you little shit. They all kicked in and he just busts up laughing. Like, ah. That's not funny. I mean, you know, and, and that's our topic today is edibles. Yeah. We got a one-on-one today. We're going to talk about edibles. We're going to go into the effects, why you felt what you felt, why it took so long to kick in. I know we've touched on it in many different episodes, but today, you know, we're going to go a little bit deeper than surface level. And being able to understand edibles over there. So I got to ask you, and, and this helps out everybody's listening. Why did it take so friggin' long for it to kick in? Yeah. So when you take a edible, it okay. doesn't go directly into your bloodstream. Like when you use a vape or a like smoking a joint or mm-hmm. anything like that, it's more of a immediate reaction when you do that. When you take an edible, it has to be digested through your stomach it has to get past your liver and then at that point is when you start feeling it because when it's processing so it takes anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours depending on your body type depending on if you have food in your system depending on your metabolism on a various wide range on if it's nano thc or if it's just like regular thc so it really truly depends on a myriad of factors. So I know that when we smoke cannabis, it turns into, it's a Delta nine. So it goes from THCA into THC, which is, you know, the, the acid type, which is 
you could eat the actual flour itself and all you're going to do is get the health benefits of actually mm. having some greens and maybe get some of the cbd that could be inside of that cannabis but you're not going to get the psychoactive effects yeah so what you when you when you eat it it goes in there i've heard that it's like five times stronger the the cannabis in your system than it is when you smoke it it's actually four times stronger oh okay okay you i probably heard that on joe rogan or something all right yeah you got me yeah okay. yeah all right i'm a little bit on that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean but it, it turn. What does it turn into when it processes? I mean, it, is it through the liver? What, what does it go through, and what does it turn into? Yeah. So when you take an edible, it actually turns into eleven hydroxy THC. Um, so it's processed as something different, and that is four times stronger than the THCA or THC that you are feeling. Well, it's actually THC because the THCA is in the raw plant, mm -hmm. which there's still benefits from, but. When you decarb it and that, it actually drops the A, the acidic chemical compound, and just turns to the delta-9 THC. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So that's why it's so strong when it goes through it. Because it, is it because it takes so long to get activated? Because it spreads throughout your whole body? And, but, I don't know. I mean, that... It seems yeah. so strange. Like, yeah, it just has it to so process strong? through there. And then once it hits to your liver, and that's when it's actually, by that it's probably the chemical breakdown of your body of everything else that you have this 11 hydroxy thc in your system so this isn't for i mean as many people get into cannabis they go oh you know what i just want to take the most uh, easy way to take it and they go with edibles but i don't know i i almost would caution that based on my experiences with edibles like unless they're craft edibles that have been dosed out to really small amounts that they could grow into right like if they're like i mean this this would be insanely small but if you had like one milligram tiny gummy bears and you could eat like five of them then you would be able to dose it properly and that would be pretty difficult to do it is i actually dose my girlfriend down to half milligram um on her edibles recently is that enough for it, her? to go down to that low uh, no, no, no. I mean, is it effective for her? Yeah, she uses it more for like anxiety and cramps and stuff. So she'll use CBD, but she has such a low tolerance for THC that um, she took a break from edibles or anything like that and came back into it. We tried one milligram and even that was a little tight. Like, wow. tight. yeah. So what would that be like? Oh, I can only <laughs> imagine. I'm like, I would feel like the richest man holding an ounce of flour in my hand. Oh, it would yeah. last a lifetime. It would last forever. Yeah. So I can only imagine, but it's doable, but it is because it is more potent and it lasts longer. When you take an edible, usually these last three, four, five, six hours, depending on your body. Yeah, I've had those. Mm -hmm. And those are amazing. When you're able oh, to have... Yeah. Where and and that's the thing too. It's it's a mixed bag, you know. When you're smoking cannabis, whether it's through a vapor or you're actually having flour, you've got kind of like a thirty minutes if you've been using quite a bit a day. To you know, you get an hour, hour and a half out of out of your high. But at the same time, it's just a different feel. And when you smoke, it's like okay, I've got about this much time. But when you eat, it. It varies. It can go for a few hours. It could go for six hours and just a really intense high. Um, I was telling you about that. I, I had lunch with an old 
old friend I grew up with. Literally the only one of the people that I still talk to to this day that I was a kid with. And um, he talked about, he said, oh, my girlfriend slipped me something. I'm like, she slipped you something? Your girlfriend's Bill Cosby? I go, oh, go over here, have this. And would you like to look at my pudding pops? Right? And no. I was like, she slipped you something or she gave you something? He was like, well, she gave me something, but she put something in it. I'm like, I don't think she's that knowledgeable in creating shit. And he's like, well, it was fine. I took it. Nothing happened. I was like, well, this sucks. And I just started laughing. And he was like very upset. He's like, no, that was one of the worst experiences I ever had. I'm like, yeah, she one gave you something that she knew nothing about. She didn't even, I mean, what was the dose and what, who made it? Well, did you get it from dispensary? What dispensary? What's the brand? I want to look at the reviews because then that's easier from difference from being able to have a store-bought edible is a bit dangerous because if you don't know, if you don't have experience with cannabis, you could be in for a really bad experience. My brother to this day will not touch edibles. They terrify him. They give him anxiety if I bring him out. Hey, you want one, bro? What is it? He's about to put it in his mouth. I'm like, oh, 15 milligram gummy right there. Fuck you, no, touching that. I'm like, whoa. And I mean, still to this day, that, that incites like PTSD from having too much. I've been there. We, we had that one night where we were experimenting with Keef and Miracine, dropping it correctly. Into the pins on. Holy yep. And it all kicked in an hour later after I'd had an edible, like three hours before that. And I smoked a bunch with you. And then I'm driving home. Just like he said, arms start stretching out. You know what's funny, too, is that when I was driving home, it was snowing, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I've got the window down with the cold air, trying to make sure to remember to breathe. And then I've got the heater on blast pointing right at my face. So I got, it, it was the, but it was the only thing to keep me kind of in, keep coherent. Yeah. See, I don't know if I would have enjoyed having a conversation with someone through that whole point. No. But all I had was Focus. a stereo with my favorite tunes, with an amazing sound system. And... A seat warmer on my back, cold air blowing on my face, and legit nothing existed except for out in front of me. It felt like playing a video game. You know, guys, Brandon is a bit of a superhero in using cannabis because only somebody like him could eat that much and go in. Yeah, it was a it was a fun experience. Meanwhile, me over there, I would have that face looking like I was like a cast member on Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, eh, like the, it was terrifying, but. Anyways, beyond that one, let's go into kind of breaking down edibles from really rough kind to a more of a refined kind, right? So what I'm talking about is um, using straight flour in baked goods, because that's a common thing. People making brownies, cookies. Um, I don't know if anybody would make an apple pie. That would be ridiculous. But, you know, thinking about brownies, What's a process that I would need to go through to, and, and I don't have anything else other than I've got flour, a brownie mix, an oven, and time. What, I mean, is it just straight up, grind it up and toss it in there and mix it in? So, no, <laughs> some people will make it that way. Yeah, so the movies do that. Yeah. Or someone who doesn't know what they're doing. 
and you will get a subpar product, definitely. So you'll still be able to feel the effects of euphoria? You will get sub high, okay. um, but you're not decarbing at the same. You're not activating at the same. It's not prepped. Wait a minute. Okay, so decarb. What is decarbing? So taking that, your flower has, whether it's CBD flower or THC, has that THCA, that acidic at the end. Right, so it's not activated. So it's not activated. You don't get high from When you bake it, you decarb it. You are dropping that a that acidic thing and you are activating that component in THC, which causes euphoria. So I just bake it, put it in the oven, put it in a rack, and then just toast it? What, is there a certain temperature it needs to be at for a yeah. certain period of time? You'll want to not just put like a nug in there. You, of course, want to grind it up because okay. you want it evenly dispersed on like, if you don't want your house to stink, you can do it in a mason jar. You <laughs> seal it in a mason jar, put it in your oven. After you've ground it up, you put it at about 249, 244, 45 minutes. That'll activate your flower. That's a pretty specific time. Why is it 45 minutes? Is it just what you've learned? or If you do past like certain uh, amount of time, you actually degrade the THC and turn it into THCV, which is great. It's more of an anti-inflammatory compound. It's more of use oh. for um, sleep aid. And it's an appetite suppressant. Mm -hmm. And it's an appetite suppressant. But it's not the standard feeling most people will get with an edible. Right. So it will be like, it's great if you want sleepy time ones, like end of the night, you're taking one of those. You don't want munchies before you go to bed. You just take one of those. That'll help you fall asleep, help you stay asleep. And oh, so know. that's cool. So if I was somebody saying, you know, I want to develop something, you know, I want to make something that has CBN properties to it from my flower, I could be able to just let it go a little longer. Is there a certain period of time I need to be able to put into that? So depending on um, whether you're going from like THCV or THC to THCV or CBD to CBN, usually there's times and temperatures that you can do it. And, and CBD will be different than THC. Okay. So with CBD, it is a little bit lower. You actually want to decarbed around 230 instead of 240. Um, but you'd still do it for about... 45 minutes and that'll activate it and then from there you can technically eat that activated flour yeah I'd, i've done it before it's not great tasting but you truly can accomplish a high front up wow so if you're really desperate or you're a hardcore vegan you're like i don't eat any of the other i don't eat chocolate i don't eat gummy bears and it's gluten in it what the hell I'm just going to eat this shit straight like it's Wheaties with a spoon. You should at least infuse it into oil, strain out the flour, and use it as a tincture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, Okay, cool. So now I can take the activated flour, mm -hmm. and now I can put that into like a brownie mix. I wouldn't even do that yet. Okay. So what you do, you have this activated flour. Mm -hmm. You want to infuse that into a fat. Why? Because... THC binds to fat molecules. And, oh, mm -hmm. so that's why, like, when people get piss test, if they're consuming it consistently, it stays within the fat cells of the body. Yep. And so it can stay up to 30 days for someone who uses, like me, 
Yeah, and if, and if you're an employer out there who's still testing people for cannabis, what the hell are you doing? Like, seriously? For reals, get with the program. Yeah. Get people drink. Yeah, I like, mean, it, the people are drinking in their offices. And what the hell? Get with the program. But of course, joint. if you've got like a really like nice business place, you definitely don't want your your whole office smelling like a, like a bong. It's true. Kind of like you don't want your people smelling like alcohol at work. Yes. So the same. Lesson learned, right? Yeah. Okay. So we infuse it into a fat so we can do it in butter. Would that mean that I could put it in any type of oil? You can. Yeah. I have um, coconut oil, MCT oil, olive oil that I use regularly. I'll infuse in those. Um, and then, of course, butters, depending on what you're doing. Cool. Okay. So now... I have it infused into a butter. So if well, the recipe calls for like an oil or butter, then I can just use that. So I just throw it in there and it's good. You'll put it back in the oven at the same temperature oh, okay. for another 30 minutes. Give the time for the oil to infuse the cannabis, like the cannabinoids, the THC, the CBD, whatever it is that you're infusing. And then at that point, you can choose to leave the flour product in if that's what you want, that leaves it a lot greener. It has a lot more texture. And of course, you're going to be chewing on some crunchy flour bits. Hmm. Or you can strain that out and have a cleaner product and still use that. Details. Yeah. So at that point, once you've infused it, then you can take that oil, that infusion, and mix it into your brownies. Now, most brownies, of course, they think are baked at like 400. Yeah. You don't want to bake your cannabis at that high because it will burn it. It changes the chemical composition. You want to actually keep it at a lower temperature. So just cook it longer. Mm-hmm. So just do it lower for longer. Mm. Instead of that high with a brownie, I just decrease your temperature and increase your time. That's funny because most of the time you would think that I'll just follow the instructions. And that's why people will just... Because I've seen people do that. Just throw raw flour into their brownie mix. And they're like, hi, bro. And then they mix it up and they can eat the whole pan and then get a little high. Yeah. I mean, eventually they will, but it's like an inconsistency because of the depth of where the cannabis is and the mixture. If it's at the surface, it's going to be activated faster. If it's at the bottom, maybe it'll get activated just as quickly. But in the middle, you know, I mean, that, so, you, so you're saying that having infused pancakes would probably not be a good idea. I would love infused pancakes. You could do that with any oil. Probably do it like with a syrup. Oh, uh, yeah, I would probably infuse my syrup. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. I do make eggs sometimes, though, in the mornings. Like, I'll just make my eggs. I have a thing of infused olive oil. And if I want to have an edible breakfast, I cook whatever I'm using with my infused And that kicks olive oil. in later mm-hmm. until you can dose it. So that'd be more for an advanced user of cannabis. Wouldn't recommend using oil bazo. Okay, so we've gone from baked goods. This is how I got to get ready for baked goods. And you've gone through the process of how to create the infused oil, butter, etc., to make sure that you have something that is your baseline. So now you can use that into almost anything, right? And and here's where I'll take because I've gotten really into gummies lately. I make my own. Um, you know, the process Brandon can uh, has created many different types of. Uh, stronger uh, tinctures of oils to lower doses, just depending upon your flavor. And I've used that one and made gummies. And, and I'll go through the process real quickly here, but it's it's using parts of juice. And I've experimented with a lot of different ones. 
parts of gelatin, unflavored gelatin, and then a jello mix, and then going through a process like with a double boiler. It, it seems lengthy, but I mean, you, you've tasted the the edibles that I've created so far. They're super tasty. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, even your first ones were good, but yeah, the these ones are way better. Yeah, it's coming a long way. Yeah, it, and it's it's great because it's the same thing. I mean, and, and the reason why you create edibles is because maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm almost pointing to people who are like, oh, religiously, I cannot smoke because my religion says I cannot smoke. But they ain't saying anything about eating these delicious dinosaur gummy bears, like uh, dinosaur yeah. gummies, right? Gummy bears, like right. It's like those Flintstone vitamins, right? <laughs> well, we even talked about that before. It'd be awesome to have like, because you can get like a silicone a silicone mold, and be able to create your mixture, and then pour it into each mold. And they sell these gummy bear ones. And I was thinking, you know, it'd be really awesome if you could do like half gram gummy bears, each one of those, and a whole tray of like 100 of them. Make like 200 of them. That's a snack. So you, a handful before you're going to watch a movie like within an hour. Then you start watching the movie and then halfway through you're going, yeah, I'm going to eat those edibles. You eat the rest of that bag. And by the end of it, you are so high. Even if the movie was Battlefield Earth, you'd be like, no, I really appreciated the message at the end of that movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. I'm going to think about that. But That's yeah, funny. Ron L. Hubbard, he had he figured something out. He did. He created this god awful book, and it turned into a movie. I don't know, but on enough edibles, it's an Oscar worthy. Yeah, right. Bravo, bravo, absolutely. So we got edibles in that one. Now we've done stuff in the past using um with flour infused in there we made chocolates yeah dark chocolate ghirardelli's dark chocolate is perfect at masking the flavor of flour yeah um it's tasty it is tasty was it like 60 percent cacao because mm-hmm. we've done milk chocolate yeah it's not as good yeah it's really stinky mm-hmm. um one thing to remember when creating edibles is refrigeration at first now the hard thing with the with remember we Brandon and I got real like excited one time. We had um how much did we have? We made a lot. We made three three hundred no four hundred plus chocolates. Chocolates. Yeah. And they weren't small and they weren't low dose either. We we literally I think we took like five hours making these. Yeah. And I mean we were pretty blazed. Already by the end. Yeah, because we kept tasting them, but we were smoking in between, waiting for them to harden. But they don't keep at room temperature. Yeah, those ones didn't. They it was really I mean they're delicious. Don't be wrong. And we tried a lot of things. We put caramel in there, we put some sea salt in it, and we did the milk chocolate ones. We tried almost everything with it. And it never was as good unless it was dark chocolate. Yeah, I agree. And the fats in the chocolate were really good too, because it's almost like a double fat. And, and that's something that I do. I don't know if it's scientifically backed, but I like to have a little bit of fat, like maybe something with butter in it or, you know, anything like even like whole milk, because I'm a weirdo. Eating the fat or taking it when you take your edible. Yeah. Eating the fat because it could. Has more fats to it attached to as it goes to your system. Right. And it's going to process there with enough carbohydrates into your system. You could even do I like I I've totally done this. I've taken one dropper, put it into my protein shake in the morning, and then in an hour I got ready, went to the gym, and I had one of the best workouts I've ever had. 
I, I continuously do that. I, I regret going to the gym if I am not elevated. I totally, because I get the best workouts. I love it. But an edible is so much nicer, especially when you're trying to plan out your day. Oh, yeah. Like if you've got Saturday shit going on, you've got a honeydew list, or you've got just your house is a mess because you're young and you don't give a shit. Dude, eat an edible in the morning. Go get yourself some cornflakes. Watch some TV, and when it kicks in, start cleaning. Because it turns almost any activity into the most chill activity. So, okay, so chocolates, we've done the chocolates. What's You talked about infusing oil and cooking with it. Oh, yeah. What's been your experience? Is it, is, does temperature play a lot into it? It definitely does, yeah. Uh, I have to look, because I've done infused dinners where I've had friends over and create an edible experience. We do a paint night or play games or whatever, and a good portion of the meal is infused. Uh, so I have to be aware of what I'm cooking. So you got to measure every oh, teaspoon, tablespoon. I have to dose everyone's differently because everyone has a different tolerance. There's no way I can do an all the way across the board dosing. Um, so a lot of it is sauces, dressings that I am infusing now, or like I did infused mashed potatoes on a Friendsgiving thing. And that one I injected the butter in at the end. Uh, oh, so specific dose for it. Okay, cool. So you were able, I mean, now that's a, a tougher one, right? When you're creating a dish, such as bringing up mashed potatoes, it would be pretty difficult to dose such a large batch. Would is would that be a fair assumption? Because you're not getting them like, hey, in, enjoy that, you know, scoop of mashed potatoes. That's 20 milligrams of THC. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I have it dosed out as, hey, you have five milligrams here. You have seven milligrams here. You get three of here. I'm bringing you 20 milligrams of CBD here. Um, but I'm asking before, like, hey, I need to know everyone's tolerance. So I'm dosing out, okay. And it would be easy to do it like um, in a in a batch. You still could if you have a close enough range in tolerances. Hmm. Like with the thing of mashed potatoes, you can infuse an entire pot as long as you know, hey, I'm putting you'd have thousand milligrams in this exact pot. Each scoop is twenty five. Like so, you'd have to have an exact measurement Mm -hmm. on the scoop. Okay. Yeah, but then you know, hey, everything is. It's really just dosing. It's measuring out. Hey, I've got this many doses in here I'm putting in this. If I break down this amount into this, how much is that dose? And you're like, "Mm, that's way too high. Okay, I have to dose way lower. So that is something to always be aware with edibles because they do last longer. They feel so different than just smoking or vaping that it's good to wait and it's good to dose lower than you would think you might need to. Yeah, and in infusing a meal, I would consider that a very advanced consumer uh, consuming cannabis but it reminds me of our guest we had charity yeah. for sow and reap and they would go through and ask every single person they would do like one part of the dinner not infused then they do a salad with infused olive oil dressing mm-hmm. which is oh, easy to do yeah i've made a balsamic vinegar at one that i did it with last time i made uh bruschetta mm-hmm. and that was infused um I've done pastas that are infused. I've done, yeah, it's yeah. I've, I've, I've charity I've, has a whole nother level that they take oh, it yeah. to. Though. There's like, like a Michelin star chef, yeah. and, and I'm just like, 
bummy home chef like in his kitchen like oh you guys want to get high i'll dose you what you want no you you know i i I really enjoy cooking i really love the process but now i mean even though we should get together take a lot of my recipes and your recipes and edibles hey what would you think if we created cannabis school cookbook and we put in our own um recipes based upon meals and then we dose them out and then we actually can tell you the experience that you can get in the book. If you like it, let us know. Okay. Uh, email us. And we'll have something below in the comments that you can submit. Yeah, we'll set up like a Patreon or something like that just so we can get the book made and get it out there. Kind of like that story that guy, he put up on, uh, I think it was on GoFundMe or something like that. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to make a book about mashed potatoes. And then he made a book that was hilarious. But he made, I mean, he made like 20,000 books. Well, anyways. Yeah. This is awesome. A lot to learn. So going from the first, listen back through this episode, uh, figure out where you should start with edibles. We will put a dosing calculator in the notes as well. There's a bunch of them online that you can calculate like, hey, here's the starting percentage of my flour. Here is, you know, the weight in grams. And you can calculate, okay, this is this many milligrams. So I know this is how much I'm dosing. If you don't know what your flour is dosed at, like you don't know the percentage, you're close if you're about 200 milligrams a gram of flour. Wow. But it can vary depending on strain and potency and all of that. But you're a pretty good guesstimate if you're about 200 milligrams for one gram. So hmm. break that down, calculate it out if you need to, but it's always better to be exact if yeah. you can. And experiment, I mean, and, and make sure to always have CBD on hand, um, especially in a tincture form, high-grade quality. We'll be uh, sharing some other stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some CBD-related products that we've been able to find that have just been absolutely amazing and very different ways that you can use them in your life. But They're going to be fantastic. We're going to try them. I mean, we have tried them, but we're going to use them on a tolerance break. Yeah, that's going to be... I don't, yeah. don't want to do that. But... We, but hey, I mean, you know, as long as we have this product and, and the way that it's extracted, the CBD is extracted, um, is by far one of the best things that we've consumed so far. I, I would say yeah. personally, and I've tried a lot and I, a lot, a lot of them of feel it. like fake sauce. Just oh like, yeah. There's some garbage CBD out there for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. Oh, guys, girls, um, non-binary, um, he, she. Aliens. Aliens. Dolphins. Whatever's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Thanks so much. Talk to you later.